We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. We're in the thick of basketball season, last week of the regular season for the JMU basketball teams in the Sun Belt. The ODAC tournament starts tonight, so a lot of basketball, and we'll talk about that. And we'll do a lot of that, but a little football talk right now as the XFL began over the weekend. Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record. He covers the Dukes, and there were a couple of Dukes playing last night in D.C. The Defenders and the Sea Dragons. Ben DiNucci, the starting quarterback for Seattle, former JMU QB, former JMU tackle. Liam Fernandel was the starting, uh, I think, right tackle for the D.C. Defenders last night. They played each other, and Noah was there. Let's talk some XFL football with Noah Fleischman. Hi, Noah. How are you? Doing well. Doing well, Dave. How was your first, was this, what, I guess, first of all, was this your first XFL experience? It was. I was not lucky enough to make it out before I got shut down in 2020. So, yeah, <laughs> my first XFL experience. And how was it? Um, You know, lemons ended up on the football field. Beer cups ended up on the football field. Quite the environment in D.C. Overall, it was pretty good. I mean, the quality of football is actually not bad. I mean, some people might look at it as a minor league, but it wasn't bad. It felt like, you know, maybe it's like a college football kind of level of play. So, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad to watch. Well, and I, again, I watched most of the, the second half of that game. And um, let's talk about the Dukes that played in the game. And, and first of all, Ben DiNucci, he, was, he got out to a tremendous start. It didn't end well for him, but he was really good early on, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He, was, he came out fire. I think, you know, in the first quarter, he 10 of 14, 99 yards, this Patrick Mahomes-style touchdown mm-hmm. that he threw. And I mean, the first half overall, he threw for 147. And then, you know, second half, the wheels kind of fell off. Well, it didn't really fall off. They just started calling different plays and, you know, Quick passing was working in the first half. They kind of abandoned for most of the second half and ended up not working. He ends with 282. He threw a couple of picks in that second half. One was a pick six, but then led the game-winning, almost the game-winning drive, and then he fumbles uh, near the goal line. So a lot of hot and cold from him. But um, I want to ask you just about the atmosphere there. And uh, It's kind of a soccer – it is a soccer stadium. They, 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 throw st- <laughs> they were throwing lemons on the field. How was the atmosphere overall? Yeah, I was kind of surprised, you know – Early on, the game was, you know, kind of empty, but it filled in really well, kind of, you know, in the first quarter. You know, I think they had just over 12,000 people there, you know, a stadium like a whole 20,000, so it didn't feel empty at all. I mean, they, they didn't open the upper deck, uh, obviously, just because they want to fill it up, but, um, you know, it was a good atmosphere. You know, they, they wanted to build their, their world-famous beer snake that went viral in 2020. Yeah. Security wasn't letting them at first, which is why Lemons ended up on the field as a, in protest. Um Eventually, Beer Snake ended up being built because the security didn't want lemons on the field. Um, but overall, the, the environment was really cool. It was kind of a mix of a college football environment and soccer. I think I would mm-hmm. I would explain it as you know, really loud crowd. They're really into it, and uh, it was a fun time. You know, even though I had glass in between me and the crowd, you could still hear them pretty well. And they had a chant going at one point, asking people to bring them their beer cups so they could they could try making this snake again. But overall, it was a, it was pretty cool. Again, uh, D.C. came back to win that game 22-18 last night um, in uh, in the district. But we're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record. He covers the Dukes, and there were a couple of JMU players playing in the game last night. That's why Noah went to the game in D.C. And, you know, talk a little bit about Ben, and, and I, you got a chance to, to be in the press conference with him afterwards. How was he? Well, he was, he was good, I think. You know, the reason why he's in the XFL, he's trying to make it back to the NFL, and the one thing that really hurt him in the NFL was turnovers. And in the first half, he was – doing perfect, you know, making all the right reads, you know, quick passing. And then in the second half, he had three turnovers, two of them that led to touchdowns. One last one iced the game. But, you know, he was hard on himself on that, you know, knowing that, you know, he's got to clean that up to, if you want to make it back to the NFL. But, you know, he's he's a guy, he, he just 
basically said he sat around watching football for the last four months, and he, he thought he could be out there and play. And so now he's trying to prove himself at the XFL so he can get back, you know, in the NFL and find a, a camp maybe or a, a tryout in a training camp, you know, in August. And that's what this is essentially for all these guys is essentially a minor league. I mean, they, they want to get back to the National Football League. A lot of these guys have maybe had a, a, a training camp or been on a roster for a little while, but it is something that, that can kind of jumpstart your career and maybe get you back if you're still young enough to be able to do that. And I'm sure that is kind of bet what, what Ben's after. You just hopefully he can he can play well the rest of the way and maybe find himself on a, on a training camp roster and then see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of his goal. He he talked about he watched football, and he's like, oh, I can do that stuff. And I think, you know, he just needs another chance. Both he and Liam both described it, you know, as a second chance. I mean, you look at these rosters, there's some NFL players on there. I mean, heck, Seattle has Josh Gordon, a former all-pro wide receiver for the Browns. So, obviously, you know, there's good talent in this league. Um, but really, they're trying to just find an opportunity to, to stick in. Obviously, the USFL provided that last year. We saw a few guys get out, and I think, you know, the XFL – Starting up now, I think, you know, we'll, we'll see. It's a 10-game season, so obviously just started. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some guys at least get tryouts out of this. I mean, it's good game film rather than, you know, just sending out your, your private workout film to teams. You actually got film to show and say, hey, I can make these decisions or, hey, I can block this guy if you're Liam. Um, but, yeah, they, they both played well. They both started. I mean, Liam kind of rotated in and out at right guard. Um, every two drives, they, they kind of swapped him out. Just, he, he described it as, you know, the coaching staff just wants everyone to have a shot at I don't blame him. I mean, we saw Seattle took out Ben in the second quarter for one drive. Even when he was playing really well, they put in Steven Montez, a backup from Colorado, who spent time in Washington for the Commanders, but, you know, he didn't do anything. So they put Dinerji back in, and, you know, he was doing stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of one of those leagues where everyone wants a shot, and I think the coaches kind of realize that too and try to work you in as, as much as possible. Did you get a chance to talk to, to Ben at all? Yeah, I talked to him in the, in the press conference room, and, you know, he talked about this being another opportunity, and, you know, he he's happy. Um, you know, he, he said he enjoyed it. I mean, it was, heck, it was his first live-action game since 2020 playing for the Dallas Cowboys starting in, in Philadelphia. So, obviously, he's waited a long time for this opportunity, and I think he's trying to make the most of it. Liam, similar boat. You know, he hasn't played in a game in over a year, and, and he, he was excited to be back on the field. And, you know, they're both, you know, obviously everyone's common goal is making to the NFL, but I think this is a pretty good start. You know, you're getting paid a pretty good check each week uh, in the XFL. We're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record. He covers the Dukes, and a couple of Dukes played in the uh, XFL game last night in D.C. with the Defenders and the Seattle Sea Dragons. And you mentioned Liam Fernandel. He was he started for them and played quite a bit. Um, you got a chance to sit with him one-on-one after the game. What are his thoughts right now as he tries to, to make this next step? Yeah, you know, he's, he's kind of excited. He, you know, he talks about his journey. to be a lot different than everyone else's. I mean, talk about a guy who, you know, is playing really well in college, got hurt, Kind of, you know, cost him. Maybe people thought he'd be a late round pick before he got hurt his last year at JNU. And obviously, you know, he, he had a trial with the Pittsburgh Steelers last summer, was on the Canadian football uh, CFL practice squad over the summer. Um, but I think he, you know, he talked about just embracing every opportunity he tried to get and he tried to make the most of it. I mean, he's, you know, his dream is also to play in the NFL. Ben's been there and done that. And I think, you know, Liam, he's trying to get there. But, you know, the, the funny thing about Liam was I kind of asked him, you know, you know, he blocked for Ben for two years in 2018 and 2019. So I, he was like, you know, did you find yourself watching? He goes, oh, yeah, you're on the sideline. He said it's kind of hard to, to not watch Ben play. He, he said he enjoys it. He's also like, you know, he goes, he wants him to play well, but not play too well is how, how he put it. And uh, I think, you know, he got his wish. I mean, Ben played really well the first half. D.C. still pulled out the win. So Liam 
get to, I think, you know, they get a thousand dollar bonus for each win. Uh, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, you take that. No doubt about that. And, and how, talk a little bit more about what Liam talked about. And obviously he's still trying to continue this career that, that he had. Unfortunately, he didn't get drafted, but, um, had a tryout with the Steelers, as you mentioned, but you know, do you, is this hopefully the avenue that, that he can maybe open some eyes and, and get another shot at it? Yeah, that's what he thinks. You know, he really just talked about this was a, a great opportunity for him to, you know, be on a professional level playing in actual games rather than just being on a practice squad and things like that, like he was in the CFL. And, you know, he said he's not afraid to have a different journey than other people, you know, taking this, you know, unique route that, you know, not a lot of guys take in the spring league. Most guys hang it up by now, but I think he, he's, as he put it, he's going to keep grinding. And until something happens, he just wants, he said he really just wants one chance, you know, in the NFL. And I think, you know, this, this might open that door. We're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record. He was at that XFL game last night with some Dukes in it. Ben DiNucci with Seattle and Liam Fernandel with the D.C. Defenders. And also on Saturday night, a couple of tackles for John Dacas. He made his debut with the Roughnecks of Houston in their game on, on Saturday night. You had a chance to talk to him too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I talked to him last week uh, before before he took the field. And, you know, he's, he's super excited. I mean, he's a guy who he's balanced around a whole bunch of practice squads in his career. And, you know, he looks. I think you know it's a common theme, but you know I've said it before, and then you all been on the phone. You know, just talking about second chances, and he looks at this as a fresh start for him as well. And you know, trying to get back to the NFL. But you know, I think he the most thing that he told me about. You know, he was most surprised about was I think the level of play. Um, I don't think he really realized you know how good some of these guys are. Um, you know, there's only so many jobs in the NFL. And there's a lot really. I think there's more talented football players than there are open spots, and I think you know they're finding out that right now. But he described it as, you know, you're in junior college now. You're trying to make it to Division One level. It's the same thing with the XFL and trying to make it back to the NFL. Here we're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record. And his journey to uh, to just keep playing football, what, DoorDash and everything else, he, he, he's had quite an interesting uh, time since he left James Madison. Yeah, he has. I mean, he, he DoorDash, he worked at a gym. You know, that was all after working out, you know, right, in the morning. So, it he, he was trying to make do whatever he could to make ends meet and, and still keep his dream alive, and it's, it's working out, right? I mean, he, he got his opportunity um, in the XFL. Um, he told me he had an offer from the USFL as well, which starts up, I think, in April or May. Hmm. Um, similar league they played last year, and, and he really turned it down, and, you know, he thought the XFL was a better opportunity, and I think, you know, it, it may end up proving right just based on the level of play and the level of talent that we've seen um, from these guys, but, you know, John wasn't afraid to say that, you know, he was he was door dashing, he was working in gyms, just trying to keep his dream alive. And, you know, so far it's, it's, it's staying alive. And I think, you know, he's looking at this as a chance to, to finally try to get on an NFL team and, and, you know, make an active roster. Okay, we're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record, talking a little XFL football as three former Dukes played this past weekend with John Daca, Liam Fernandel, and Ben DiNucci. And, heck, we're only about a month away from spring ball. We're not that far away, are we? No, I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, wow, we're going to have pro day soon. We're going to have the first day of practice soon. I was like, oh, we are uh, back in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, do you feel like the offseason has gone well with recruiting? And, again, they, they seem like they added some good pieces. We've talked about that quite a bit, and obviously we, we've seen who they've signed. And Have you felt like the offseason has been pretty productive for this team? Yeah, I think I think it really has. I mean, we've, we've talked about it. You bring in two quarterbacks. Um, you bring in a lot of more pieces. They, they'll they'll – be interesting to watch in camp, really, because they brought ten guys in mid-year. They're already in Harrisonburg and getting ready for camp. Uh, I think it'll be exciting. Um, you know, the, the wide receiver rooms will look brand new. The quarterbacks will look brand new. Most of the offense, except the offensive line, is going to look pretty new. Except you know, running back should be pretty stable. But 
everywhere else is going to be a new look of guys. And I think it's uh, exciting. We'll see what they look like, though, in camp, and especially during the spring game when we can kind of see them in a more game-like situation. Yeah, it'll be, this will be an interesting spring. And again, it was a little bit last year just because of the, the talent they lost the previous season. But I think this year now, now – kind of knowing what we do about the Sun Belts and FBS football and things are a little bit different. Um, you're right. I think I think the focus will be on the, on the skill positions on offense. And you mentioned running back Kalon and, and Latrell. Those guys are back. They've got some talented guys there. They just won't have Percy. But you're right. Tons of new receivers, some new quarterbacks. So I think that'll be the attention that I think most fans will be looking at is, is the skill position. Defensively, they've got a ton of guys back on that side of the football. So I think we, we kind of know what they've got there. There'll be a few positions we'll certainly look at. But Quarterback and receiver, that, that I think those throughout spring and throughout fall camp, that'll be probably the most asked question on social media to us about what's going on at JMU practice. Exactly. And you know, you can throw tight end in that, too. Yeah, you're right. Got, yep. you know, mm-hmm. What, a couple new ones there that yep. transferred in. You'll have two more freshmen showing up in August or in July, June, whenever they you know, show up on campus. So the tight end room, by the time the fall rules around, look really new. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, overall, it's going to be interesting. I mean, defensively, you said, you know, they didn't lose much. So I think they rank like number seventh in returning production in the F- in the FBS on, on defensive side of the ball. So obviously good to see there. It's like 81%. They lost two players. I mean, you can, you can make that fix and not look a whole lot different. And I think that's kind of what we're going to see. And it's going to be guys that we've seen play already. So I don't really, really think that it's going to be too big of a problem. Maybe corner, you know, we'll yeah. see a guy like Trayvon Jones who hasn't signed yet um, just because he's a May grad at Elon. I think he's got a shot to, you know, step into that role right away. Um, but other than that, you know, defense looks it's going to look pretty similar to last year, which if any of last year was a good preview for what, what, yeah. what to expect this year, I think it's going to be a pretty good year on the defensive side of the ball. Okay, we're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record, and you've made it out to quite a few basketball games and done some stories there. And, boy, these two teams are playing well. It was a great week for Dukes basketball this past week with both of them going 2-0. and The women are atop the Sun Belt. The men are third and can get to second with a win on Wednesday. Uh, it's a fun time right now for JMU basketball. It is. I mean, you know, you look at it, you really think that, you know, it's a little early to say it, but, you know, both teams can make some noise in mm-hmm. Pensacola, and you know, I think that'd be really exciting to see. Obviously, got two games left to, to finish out the year, especially with that doubleheader on Friday, but, yeah, the men and women are both playing extremely well. The men are home on Wednesday, I believe, and then both teams are home on Friday. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, if the women... The women's race is interesting, though, because the women can win, but they also, I think, can finish as well as six. Right. So everyone's jumbled up there. <laughs> they are, no question about that. So this has been a fun last month. Again, and I keep saying this because it's just so crazy. A year ago at this time, these teams were just playing for nothing, and we were going to games, and yeah, they were playing for pride, but it's so much different now that they're in these races, they're in the top four, they're both going to get a double bye to the quarterfinals, and Again, uh, life is good right now for JMU basketball. So we'll talk much more about that as we continue. All right, my man, I appreciate you as always. Uh, go cover some more XFL. Do you have some more XFL games on the schedule? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm one and done on the XFL this year, so uh, I'll watch them on TV like everyone else. All right, sounds good. Hey, thanks for jumping on, buddy. I appreciate you. I appreciate it.